Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The New York Times canceled an editor's contract. This is all about how, well, something that we've discussed has come true because, well, it's true. And that is that in the end, no matter how much they have on their side, no matter how many times they can win, the political left always overplays their hand. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's great to be with you. The phone number, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. It's What Did I Miss Friday? If you think there's a news story I missed that I should be discussing from this week, let me know, 833-468-8669. I will be happy to discuss it. The left always overplays their hands. They can win, and they can win, and they can win. And they choose to muck it all up. And even with that, they're still able to win far too often as I see it. Well, one of the things they mucked up is that they hate Donald Trump more than they love their own children. Now, if you think that's just true of people on the political left, oh, just wait for the conversation coming up. But they couldn't even figure out how to handle Joe Biden coming into office and just say, you know what, America is turning the page, America has made a decision, and now we're going to see what Joe Biden has to offer. And then when the cameras were off, they could go, <laughs> yay, Joe, or whatever it is they do. I assume that's what they sound like. They could do what, what is it, squee? They could just, they could just celebrate all they want when the cameras are off. But being people who believe that they are never wrong and being people who believe even worse that America agrees with them, they could not help themselves. Oh, this is the most amazing inauguration I have ever witnessed. It's so beautiful. You thought it was bad. When you just had Chris Matthews talking about the tingle that goes up the leg. Oh, that was, that was just the beginning. That was just the beginning. Now it was, you know, look how small Donald Trump looks leaving the White House. You won, he lost. What are you doing? You won, he lost. Oh, look at how beautiful this inauguration is. I've never, ever seen anything like this in all my days. And oh, look at all the lights that are around the the National Mall. Y- you know what it makes me think of? 
still some uh, tinkering going on with the inaugural address. But his aides are, are, have made really clear it's not like he's trying to ignore or paper over uh, either what happened at the Capitol two weeks ago or what we've been through uh, throughout four years of the Trump presidency. And the contrast on display tonight was so stark. I mean, those lights that are that are just shooting out from the Lincoln Memorial uh, along the reflecting pool, it, it, I look, it's like almost... Uh, extensions of Joe Biden's arms embracing America. It was a moment where the new president came to town and sort of convened the country in the... He didn't come to town. He is the town. It's been 40 plus years. <laughs> but you see how they do that? They couldn't stop themselves. And all they had to do was stop themselves. Lauren Wolf is with the New York Times, or she was. And she tweeted as Joe Biden's plane landed in at uh, Joint Base Andrews. She tweeted, I have chills. Biden landing at Joint Base Andrews now. I have chills. And then she followed it up. The pettiness of the Trump administration not sending a military plane to bring him to D.C. as is tradition is mortifying. Childish. Except the Trump administration did offer a military plane. And Joe Biden declined. And I'm sure there are a lot of Biden supporters who are like, yeah, I declined too. You can't trust that Trump, man. That thing is going to, whoo, that thing is going to crash like it was an episode of The Boys. Nice reference. Oh, I'm sure there are people who believe that that's exactly what Trump would do. But the plane was offered and uh, they said no. Biden team said no. The New York Times has canceled her contract. According to uh, uh, journalist Yasher Ali, who I don't always uh, agree with, but he seems to, and in many cases, have solid sources. All she had to do was be normal or engage in some journalism, as, as they say it now, journalism, journalisming. That's all. That was it. All she had to do, she couldn't do it, could not control herself. The CNN hosts themselves, they're keeping it quiet because on Inauguration Day, they were sucking up to Joe Biden like it was their job. They were sucking up to Joe Biden like the ice cream man just came by with, uh, with uh, the, the, the atomic pops. Ah, oh, they were just super excited. Calm down to your job. I thought you were a journalist. I thought it was about journalism. It's not about journalism. It's about your egos. It's about your 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 pettiness. You've got fireworks going on. And what does the CNN head of globe uh, what uh, the head of communications? This team truly understands optics. These images will inspire our friends and shake our foes. What the hell are you talking about? His name is Matt Dornick. D-O-R-N-I-C, and Matt Dornick is a fool. Also, by the way, I'll never be getting a job at CNN. I mean, he is. Fireworks are going to shake our foes? What silliness. Fireworks inspire our friends? Our friends right now have to figure out which world power they're going to go towards. With Trump, they knew that it was a world power that actually wanted to be one. With Biden, you're never so sure.
sucking up to these people like it's their job. And now they're being called out for it. I'm very happy to see that. Because this is everything we shouldn't want. And this is everything that we fear. The absolute nonsense questions that uh, you'll see being asked of this administration. Because uh, people won't ask the serious ones. They won't get into the serious things. Rather, we'll get, you know, this. On a lighter note, uh, will he keep Donald Trump's Air Force One color scheme change? This is such a good question. I have not had the opportunity to dig into that today, um, given the number of executive actions, orders, the inauguration, a few things happening. Um, I will venture to get you an answer on that, and maybe we can talk about it in here tomorrow. Color schemes of Air Force One. Well, they got their finger on the pulse. But that may not be the biggest story of the day. No, the biggest story of the day may be Joe Exotic. What? (gasps) Have you not heard from the Tiger King himself? No, enlighten me. As we all know, Joe Exotic from Tiger King, he's in jail because he basically put out a hit on Carol Baskin. Allegedly. Right, right. Uh, Full disclosure, I know Carol Baskin. I've had coffee in her kitchen. Very weird story in terms of uh, when I used to live in Tampa Bay where she runs Big Cat Rescue. I never thought anything of it other than she was just an odd person, but that was fine. Uh, You know, rescuing the big cats and stuff, I always thought was nice. I thought it was a cool place. Uh, and, and, And I never thought anything of it. Really and truly never thought anything of it. And then I I saw, oh my gosh, there's Tiger King. I was like, wow, that's strange. Also, full disclosure, I've never seen Tiger King. Oh, Tony! I just, I don't care enough. It's so good. Joe Exotic! Is the is is a guy who was uh, protecting the cats and thought of himself as a full-on star, and he was convinced he was getting a pardon. <gasps> he could taste that pardon. Could taste it. That's not and necessary. They, and they sent the limo. They had the limo outside uh, the, the 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 jail, the prison, wherever it is, because they knew he was he was going to get released. And the reason they had uh, the limo, and they actually had like some drapery around it, he didn't want anybody to see him until he got his hair done. Sure, that's a true story. So help me God, Joe Exotic did not get a pardon, no pardon for Joey E. So what does he do? He takes to the Twitter box, and the Twitter box says, "I was too innocent." And too gay Mm -hmm. to deserve a pardon from President Trump. That's right. I only mattered to Don Jr. when he needed to make a comment about me to boost his social media post. Boy, were we all stupid to believe he actually stood for equal justice. His corrupt friends all come first. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is the most Trump, anti-Trump tweet I have ever read. Oh, so I mean, that is full-on Trump right there. I will say this, you know, I, I, when it came to policy, I was very happy with, with the vast majority of Trump policies because they were conservative policies, and he listened to those people. When it comes to the pardons, I don't know what Donald Trump was thinking. He's out of his damn mind, and he damn well should be ashamed of himself. Solomon Melgan and Kwame Kilpatrick... Oh, stop talking. You sound like a crazy person. Disgusting, disgusting, disgusting pardons. Disgusting commutations. 
squealy, really gross. I, I will take that on with anybody. I'm cool if we disagree because, well, you're wrong in that case. Kwame Kilpatrick, the former mayor uh, of Detroit? As Fingers Malloy, who does the Bourbon Minute here and hosts Eat, Drink, Smoke with me, pointed out, you tell me that Wayne County, Michigan is this corrupt place that stole the election from you, but Kwame Kilpatrick, the mayor of Detroit, which is Wayne County, gets a pardon? What part am I missing? That's a good line. It's insane, man. I mean, you know, Fingers, is he's, he's Michigan through and through. Mm. Detroit Lions tattoo. I mean, guy's nuts. Loves his Michigan. Kwame Kilpatrick is a low-rent, smarmy, disgusting dude. Not as smarmy as Pete Buttigieg, but smarmy. Oh, God. No, no, wait. More smarmy than Pete Buttigieg. More smarmy than Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg, less smarmy than Kwame Kilpatrick. Right? There. Good. Glad we got that cleared up. You don't give that guy a pardon? Not at all. So gross. But Joe Exotic, angry at Trump. Joe Exotic didn't get it. Maybe uh, maybe uh, Joe Biden will give you the give you the pardon. Maybe you'll get lucky. Or maybe you shouldn't, you know, arrange for a hit on somebody. Allegedly. Thank you, Squirrely Dan. I'm Tony Katz. So let's throw ourselves into the Wayback Machine and go just two days. Joe Biden takes office, signs the executive order saying wear a mask for 100 days and reminds you that it's a patriotic act. One of our 100-day challenges is asking the American people to mask up for the first 100 days, the next 99 days. The mask have become a partisan issue, unfortunately. But it's a patriotic act. But for a few months to wear a mask, no vaccines. The fact is that they're the single best thing we can do. They're even more important than the vaccines because they take time to work. And if we do this as Americans, the experts say by wearing a mask from now until April, we'd save more than 50,000 lives going forward. 50,000 lives. We heard you. Sure. Wear a mask. He said, Tony Katz, that's me. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. He said, wear a mask. So why was it that at the night, that night, he's there at the Lincoln Memorial and the mandate says you have to wear them on, on federal lands, interstate travel, things that he can control. He wasn't wearing a mask. Well, this question was asked by Peter Ducey, who has turned himself into a solid reporter. Peter Ducey is the son of Steve Ducey. And Peter Ducey got the job clearly because he was Steve Ducey's son from Fox and Friends. And all Peter Ducey has done is the work. Yeah, he's respect good. Respect that dude. I absolutely respect that dude. Well, he's there, he's now in the White House for Fox, and he's like, hey, about that mask mandate. And he's focused on, on doing his job to get the work done for the American people. Go ahead. Why weren't President Biden and all members of the Biden family masked at all times on federal lands last night if he signed an executive order that mandates masks on federal lands at all times? At the inaugural- At the uh, Memorial, yes. 
I, I think Steve, he was celebrating uh, an evening uh, of a historic day in our country, and certainly he signed the mask mandate because it's a way to send a message to the American public about the importance of uh, wearing masks, how it can save tens of thousands of lives. We take a number of COVID precautions, as you know here, in terms of testing, social distancing, mask wearing ourselves, as, as we do every single day. But I don't know that I have more for you on it than that. But as uh, Joe Biden often talks about, uh, it is not just important the uh, example of power, but the power of our example. Was that a good example for people who are watching who might not pay attention uh, normally? Well, Steve, I think uh, the power of his example is also uh, the message he sends by sign signing 25 executive orders, including um, almost half of them related to COVID, uh, the requirements that we're all under every single day here to ensure we're sending that message to the public. Yesterday was a historic moment in our history. He was inaugurated as president of the United States. He was surrounded by his family. We take a number of precautions, but I don't think, I think we have big, bigger issues to, to worry about at this moment in time go ahead and we have we have bigger issues huh first it was peter ducey not steve ducey secondly what bigger issues if i'm not wearing a mask am i going to jail it's a question that people in indiana asked when there was a mask mandate from the governor here and it's still going on he hasn't learned yet it's okay great conversation about the power of the example we have bigger things to worry about you see, when we tell you to wear a mask over the last seven, eight, nine months, it was important. But now that we're in power, we have bigger things we have to deal with. That's not an answer. That's not an answer. You told America this was important. You ran for office on this insanity. And you're upset that what? You're going to be held to a standard? You're upset that you're going to be held to account? You're going to be upset that people are going to ask you uh, 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 about this? And sit, talk about how you're going to vaccinate 100 million people in a, in 100 days. And we're already on track to do that. And Biden's going to snap at reporters? Come on, give me a break, man. He just got there. It's been two days. I don't know. Maybe his nap schedule's all off. Representative Ocasio-Cortez is so comically afraid of guns that she proves my point again. This is Tony Katz today. I am not one for... Um, you know, the, the things they do at the beginning of, of the year and, and resolutions, that's it. See, I don't even know the name. Tony Katz, great to be with you. Tony Katz today. 833-GOT-TONY, feel free. 833-468-8669. Would love to hear from you. I'm not much for resolutions, but I have for the show, and as we've been making changes here, there are some things I've said, you know what, I'm not doing going into 2021. There are other things that I want to really kind of get into and dig into and 
and and so much of it is 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 based around not allowing certain people who have this outsized influence because we pay attention to their nonsense get in our way. One of those people is Representative Ocasio-Cortez. However, and it only took, you know, 22 days for me to basically break this one, it has to get shared because she is, as I have said, childlike. Everything about her policies and her positions is the actions of a child. I have no idea if she's a nice person. I've never met her. I've never understood why people make fun of the way she, she like will dress or what she wears or what is the point of that there's a video of her from college and she's dancing. So what? I once went to a Halloween party dressed as a nun, and somewhere that photo is out there. No, you didn't. I did too. Why? I went to a fraternity party uh, dressed as a nun. You're Jewish. A- and I just I don't I don't get why you would go as a nun. That's a I I don't get it. Maybe because I was 20? But isn't nuns a female thing? Yes, yes, yes it is. Yes it is, and I dressed as a nun, okay? I'm sorry I have so shocked you with this revelation. (laughs) I I use it to prove the point. What does it matter? She danced, and she's dancing in a video. People are like, oh, look at this. What do I care? What do I care? You, you, th- you think the one Halloween party is, is what made the decisions for me for my life? Or maybe it's like, yeah, uh, that wasn't the best idea. You're allowed to do things. Be like, you know what? That was a bad idea. We won't do that again. Representative Ocasio-Cortez on policy is a child. Representative Ocasio-Cortez simply cannot get her arms around the idea that just because she thinks it doesn't mean it good. So, for example, Joe Biden has paused student low payments, put the interest rates at 0%, right? We have to, we have to uh, freeze the payments because people don't have jobs right now because of coronavirus, and we have to make it easier for them. What does Representative Ocasio-Cortez wants? She wants them canceled. 460,000 likes on social media because she wants to cancel them. The child says, don't make me pay my debts. This is exactly what we're talking about. That she is a child when it comes to policy. Everything she touches, how the way she phrases it is completely childlike. Another example of this is the way she is about guns in a conversation she was having with Chris Cuomo on CNN and why she didn't show up to the inauguration. This was supposed to be a show of force and unity and you weren't there. Explain it. Yeah, you know, I think we also had very real security concerns as well, um, as you mentioned earlier. we still don't yet feel safe around other members of Congress. How many are and, we? Um, I think a very considerable amount. Um, a lot of members do not. Really- 
So to be clear, we are not comfortable in how many as we is a considerable amount and a lot. No actual number. What do you mean you don't feel safe around members of Congress? What does that what do, what does that mean? Do you really think that colleagues of yours in Congress may do you dirty? Yeah, well, one just tried to bring a gun on the floor of the House today. I believe it was uh, Representative Andy Harris of Maryland. He tried to um, bring in a gun onto the House floor. For individuals who don't know, guns are not allowed in the District of Columbia. And certainly um, the House floor is... Can we just get into how she says gun? I, I, I'm not making fun of the way that, that, that she talks. That's not my, 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 my point. It's just the, oh, a gun in Congress. A gun, I tell you. A gun. I can't even do, I can't give it enough L.A. You know, it, it's almost, it, the, the disdain. You're surrounded by guns every single day you're in Congress. There is an armed guard everywhere. Now, why they didn't do their job during the raid on the Capitol or the riot at the Capitol, I don't know. Another conversation for another day. But you're not this disgusted about guns. What's this silliness? And what's so wrong about a member of Congress wanting to bring a gun onto the floor? Shouldn't even be a big deal. But now she's going to give you her reasons why. District of Columbia, and certainly um, the House floor is uh, ha- there are separate House rules that prohibit um, the bringing in of firearms. Now, these are rules that date back to the Civil War, and um, these are individuals that are trying to sneak firearms either illegally or in direct violation of House rules. Why does a member of Congress need to sneak a gun onto the House floor? I don't think they're sneaking it if you know they're there. So that's that's number one. Secondly, I think you should be able to bring a gun with you uh, anywhere, specifically a, a church or a synagogue. And number three, these are rules that go back to the Civil War? That's your argument? The Second Amendment goes back further. Your move, Representative Ocasio-Cortez. You know what goes back to the Civil War? Women not being able to vote. What are you doing? When I discuss her as being childlike, here is my proof. What is she even describing? An argument could be, I do not think we should have members on the floor with weapons because sometimes things get heated and the last thing we want is for somebody to act inappropriately in a moment of passion. Well, that's a controversial statement, but at least it could be a take. Her take isn't a take. Her take is to be breathless and clutch her pearls and pretend that she has some level of morality. And then to use as we shouldn't have guns on the floor. You know, this has been a rule since the Civil War. Is, is, this, is this our marker? Is this our demarcation? So I guess abortion is over. 
Pretty sure that would not have been uh, so well received. Certainly no Roe v. Wade, right? Because Civil War, that's when we got, that's when everything stopped. Whatever happened with the Civil War, that was it. So is this before the end of slavery or after the end of slavery, Civil War, asking for a few million friends? They're real curious. Child. She is a child when it comes to policy. She could be a world-class friend, for all I know, and a world-class daughter. I have no clue. I do not know the situation in which I will have the chance to sit down and interview or break bread with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Life is strange. It could happen. Did I ever tell you about the time I was at the Iowa State Fair and Debbie Wasserman Schultz wouldn't do an interview with me because she was walking and doing something else. And we finally got to a spot where we stopped and she turned around only to have one of her aides say no interviews. And I was too new at this to say, I'm here and just ask the question. And she looked at me with puppy dog eyes and those those uh, the perm curls and she felt bad for me. And we shared a moment together. Me and Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who is a terrible member of Congress. I mean awful. So who knows? Maybe Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and I will have a moment. We'll both be in the Bronx one day eating a bagel, and I'll say, isn't this a good bagel? And she'll say, I'll say, it should just be free and paid for by rich people. To which I'll say, this went as terribly as I thought it would, and I'll walk (laughs) away. That was funny. But when it comes to policy, she's a child, man. There's just there's just no debating it. I'm Tony Katz. I wrestled with whether or not I want to excoriate the people who voted for Joe Biden because they just couldn't take Donald Trump. Oh, my goodness gracious, Donald Trump, the way he tweets and the way he talks. I just it's such a bad example for, for, for my children, for my girls. I can't have that. And I think of soccer moms very often. And those suburban moms who may have made the difference and voted for Joe Biden because they wanted a they wanted a fresh start or some other type nonsense, as I have said it before. People, men and women, who allowed their emotions to decide for them. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's an absolute pleasure. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. And so when I saw that Joe Biden started his presidency with an executive order, That would allow transgender women to participate in women's sports leagues, meaning it would allow men or boys to participate in women's sports. I said to myself, self, I said, I can either engage a conversation that still stands up for those 15-year-old girls who want to play volleyball and engage in track and field hockey and how unfair it is that they have to compete against boys or men in college because it does not matter what they say they are boys or men. 
And that physical difference doesn't change. And therefore, the competition is unfair because men, by and large, are physically stronger and physically faster than women. It's unfair. Or do I look at those soccer moms and suburban moms and those, those uh, men who voted their conscience and say, oh, you have daughters? You have daughters and you voted for Biden? High school age daughters. Oh, one in college, one in high school. Here, do me a favor. Let me go get a lawn chair. I've got a bowl of popcorn. Let me just pour myself some bourbon so I can watch you explain to your daughter why you voted for the guy who said, hey, little girl, too bad. Which one do I do? It's a, it's, a, it's a unique Sophie's choice, right? Because on the one hand, there's this 15-year-old girl, or there are these uh, high school girls in Connecticut who actually sued on this subject, or there are women who participate in, in college athletics who want to compete at the highest levels, who've worked their lives to compete at the highest levels they can, and they're going to get pushed aside, and they don't deserve it. And when they stand up and say, this isn't right, this is an attack on women, they're going to be called bigots. They're going to be bigots. That's what they're going to get called. See, I want to stand with them. I actually want to help them. I want to provide voice for them. I want to give the microphone to them. But I'm, I'm torn because I want to go door to door to these people's homes in these suburban neighborhoods who decided they were so woke and so with it and so bright they weren't going to vote for that Donald Trump and his disgusting tweets that they never even saw because they're not on Twitter. And I want to laugh in their face because they now have to live in the hellscape they voted for. What's a boy to do? And in this case, an actual boy. A born boy. I, I don't know how to say it. What's a guy to do? I find myself incredibly torn. But those people who voted for Joe Biden, those people who voted for Joe Biden and know that this affects their children, I, I, I want to know if you have regrets. Or did you look your 15-year-old daughter in the eye and say, well, it's really important that you don't get a spot on the team so Johnny Now Jane does? Because, after all, that's what's fair. And if you said that, I don't want to be around for that. I would cry at listening to that horror. If Johnny wants to call himself Jane, I cannot stop that. I do not believe that Johnny should be getting, or Jane, should be getting any hormones or any other kind of changes like that because a 15-year-old cannot make decisions. They can't make decisions. They're children. And what Joe Biden has done is to further help erode the idea of childhood and further take away the rights of parents. Because now you're allowing, you're, you're stating that children are codified to make their own decisions. And they are not. Because they are children. And children must be protected more often than not from themselves.
No, a nine-year-old can't decide their gender. No, a four-year-old can't decide their gender. A four-year-old would play in their own poop. They cannot decide their own gender. If you think otherwise, I'm going to beg you never to have children. Because you're not prepared. You're not mentally set. To the 15-year-old girls out there, the high school girls, the college girls out there, I'm really sorry. This isn't what I wanted for you. Uh, But seriously, I will tell you that as a show and as an adult, I am on your side that you should be allowed to compete without these nonsensical encumbrances. That Johnny Jane can make a choice for themselves, and I don't tell them they can't. But I'm with you that that choice should not impact your life negatively. It shouldn't impact your life at all if you don't want it to. And that is worthy of fighting. That discrimination that you are now facing, that bigotry that is now coming or at your doorstep. Your parents should be ashamed of themselves, but maybe you'll forgive them one day.